0: Hey, it's Kim Commando today, your daily podcast to keep you up to date with all things digital and beyond. And I'd love to have you be a part of our podcast. You can make an appointment to speak with me. Just head over to commando.com and on the top right, there's a button that says email Kim. Fill that out and that's it. I always like to start with something really interesting and I got so excited about this new tech advancement. So I want you to just imagine your regular TV screen. Say it's 32 inches, it's 60 inches, whatever size it is. But you buy a display, and that's what size you're stuck with. But get this. LG Electronics has announced, and they actually demoed a display that you can stretch. That's right, you can stretch it. Now, the proof of concept wasn't very big. It was a 12-inch stretchable display, and it was extended to 14 inches, so not a major milestone. But start thinking about this. Stretchable displays, what exactly could that be used for in the future? Um, Maybe military uniforms, camouflage, that could actually change with the scenery because you could program it. Uh, Maybe show messages on the uniforms of first responders. You know, I don't know. Sometimes my mind just doesn't think about all the ramifications of a certain technology. But... Just keep this in mind. This is wonderful technology, and I'll be sure to monitor it for you. And on that happy note, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this. It's America's largest show about all things digital. As a matter of fact, you can find us on the radio on over 425 top stations. And you can also get us as a podcast Monday through Friday. It's called Kim Commando Today. So wherever you get your podcast, just make sure that you search. For Commando with a K, and if you already get our podcast, hey, do me a solid. Make sure that you leave us a great five-star review and say a few kind words about our podcast. And our T-Mobile Unlimited listener line is now open. I'd love to hear from you. one 825 5254 is the way to join us. And, you know, sometimes your questions are just too technical to answer in a quick phone call. When that happens to you, the very worst thing you can do is go to Google and just type in online tech support because... There are just way too many scammers out there. And so you want tech support that you can trust. So whether it's on your Windows, your Mac, your Wi-Fi, your printer, uh, whatever it may be, your phone, you can always trust the tech experts over at getkimshelp.com. Once again, that's getkimshelp.com. All right. Every single day I visit, I don't know, at least 20 to 30 different websites and I read wide papers and I talk to my industry insider friends to say, you know, what's going on in your world and what's happening in the tech world? And so this is part of the show and podcast where I like to focus on tech news. And let's go back to 2008, right? Uh, 15 years ago or so, MySpace was the big dog. It was the world's leading social media website. Where is MySpace today? Mm. I guess you'd say it's kind of there. But if history repeats itself, as it often does, Facebook is maybe headed down the same path. So for so many years, Facebook could do no harm. Nothing could happen to it. They had these endless scandals. You remember Zuckerberg heading off to Washington. And then you have the news about terrorist groups recruiting and collecting money. What about all the fake and false news, the disinformation planted by foreign governments, algorithms that would have been designed to appeal to our worst human traits? make us addicted to the site, and make us keep coming back. But the once in Facebook is in really bad trouble. Its value has plummeted almost a trillion dollars. That's hard for anybody to get their minds around, a trillion dollars. A lot of people just aren't on the site anymore. They don't really want to go on the site. And behind it is Mark Zuckerberg and his obsession to build meta, this metaverse, this sad, cartoonish world that nobody really wants. And just the other day, Facebook what did they do? They laid off uh, almost 12% of their 87,000 employees. 11,000 people uh, at 6 a.m. got an email and said, you're just out of a job today. And then Mark Zuckerberg put a note in there and said, I'm so sorry. I I didn't really understand what I was doing. But think about these words, mismanagement, overspending, irrelevance. Sounds like MySpace. Yeah, doesn't it? The good old days when we would blockbuster and chill. All right, number two on our list is Elon Musk. A string of, I don't know, bad luck? When it rains, it pours. We're talking about Elon Musk. When one thing goes wrong, it seems like everything else goes sideways, too. Now, Elon Musk, since his acquisition of Twitter, the MIT Technology Review published an almost, that almost 900,000 Twitter accounts have been deactivated. 900,000 900, accounts. Uh, another 400,000 were suspended. Now, Twitter ad revenue has just plummeted. Meanwhile, a full-page ad in the New York Times claims that Tesla's $15,000 option auto drive won't stop or swerve for small children. It just runs them over. Then there was this massive recall this past week of 40,000 Teslas. And Tesla's stock has lost half its value in just one year. But we're talking about Elon Musk here. He may be down, but you never really want to count him out. Uh, next on our list, number three, is maybe you're going to pay for that blue check mark. All right. So we have all these celebrities, Valerie Bertinelli, Stephen King, uh, Kathy Griffin, all whining about spending $8 a month for a blue check mark. They say it's just simply ridiculous. Okay. Um, they don't really understand that it takes money to make money. And if ad revenues are down, somebody has to actually pay the bills. Okay, So... Twitter, founded in 2006, didn't have its first profitable year until 2019. That's 13 straight years of losing money. it's still hemorrhaging. After half the staff was let go, Twitter's founder, Jack Dorsey, apologized for, quote, growing the company too fast. In the real world, not everyone needs a verified account. And the ones screaming about this 8 bucks are probably the ones that could actually afford it. Just remember, nothing in life is free. A little bird told me that. Next on our list, number four, OnlyFans wants to change. Yes, they want to change seriously into a family-approved site. Wow. Can OnlyFans drop the porn and become something else? Well, that's the $2 billion question. Yes, I said $2 billion. Let's talk about OnlyFans in case you've never been there. It's primarily a porn site, okay? Uh, Users pay to see their favorite porn actors, and then the actors get paid by OnlyFans. Now, there's a woman by the name of Amy Gann, and she's OnlyFans CEO. She's a former VP at a, that's what they describe it, a defunct West Hollywood marijuana dispensary and organic cafe. Okay. In West Hollywood, of course. Uh, OnlyFans tried once before to drop the porn content. Guess what happened? Business plummeted. So back to porn, raking in $2.5 billion in the last two years. Wow. Uh, it's privately owned, so we don't really know the numbers, but that's what they say they are. So Gans and OnlyFans owner Leo Radvinsky, want to aim their company for a Wall Street IPO, but there's just one big problem. Mm, Wall Street doesn't want to attach their name to the porn industry. So now I'm not making this up. OnlyFans is looking to rebrand. There's another problem. Okay, What are they going to rebrand to? Well, they want to rebrand to be a cooking site. Really? A cooking site. Uh, If you take away the porn, you're going to take away the money. This is definitely going to be a story to watch. And last, hey, what's shaking? Good looking. There was an earthquake in San Francisco recently, but for the very first time, some residents received a warning before the earthquake hit. And here's how. Now, keep in mind, by the way, this wasn't a big one, but it was big. I mean, the quake registered 5.1. It's enough to feel some shaking and to frighten you, things falling off the walls. Now, Android phones gave users a warning about five seconds before the quake hit five seconds. I know it doesn't sound like much, but 1001, 1002, 1000. So you can see five seconds is a long time. But in a world where earthquakes come with absolutely no warning, this is actually quite revolutionary. The warning came from a free pre-installed app on Android phones. It's called ShakeAlert. The app gets its information from more than 1300 sensors that detect the early signs of a quake, signs that humans can't feel. Now, so far, ShakeAlert only works in Oregon, Washington State, and the state of California. Now, if you have an Android, as I mentioned, it comes pre-installed. If you have an iPhone, you can download the free ShakeAlert in the Apple App Store. Now, let me tell you, this is really something. Getting an alert before an earthquake is truly a groundbreaking experience. All right, if you have an old laptop or PC laying around, there's an operating system that can bring it some new life. We've got some simple tricks to look better in family photos and selfies because, let's face it, The holiday season is here. You're going to be taking a lot of photos of yourself, and I want to make sure that you look the absolute best. We have an insider secret to find every Wi-Fi network password and then also how to make your PC or Mac startup faster. Of course, we have all of your great phone calls that you never want to miss here on Kim Commando Today. Hey, our T-Mobile Unlimited listener line is now open. I'd love to hear from you. one 825 5254 is the way to join us. And if you ever have any questions, I read every single question that you sent me. Easiest spot is head over to the website. That's commando with a K, of course. And in the upper right-hand corner, there's a link that says email Kim. And that's where that magic happens. All right. How about we get this party started with Jay? Hello there, Jay. Glad to have you with us. Well,
1: uh, I was calling you because I have, uh, by the way, I love the show. Um, I, I catch it as, as much as I can. Very, uh, not very high tech. I work on machines for a living, but when it comes to computers, that's a machine that I don't really get along with. Um, so I do my own podcast, and, uh, and I'm looking for ways to do two things. One, I want to boost my, my listener base. I and mean, I didn't know if maybe you knew of a platform to be able to get on to be able to do that. But also, I want to uh, find a, a program that, that will allow me to do things like uh, add sound bites, add music, add uh, call ins uh, in the future, things like that. So I don't know if you knew of a, a user friendly uh, program to be able to do that. I did use, uh, I tried to use Audacity, and that's just way over my head. So I well, knew you
0: would have the answers to this. Well, here's the deal you sent us a link to your podcast. Mike, did you have a chance to listen to his podcast?
2: I did. I listened to uh, the first couple of minutes. So did I.
0: I listened to a first couple of minutes too, Jay. And then I jumped around the podcast. Okay. Uh, First of all, because audio is the only format that you're dealing here, and people do not have a visual means to see you, is that the audio quality has to be supreme. It has to be the best. You you. It sounds like it sounds like you're recording it in a uh, a big room, doesn't it, Mike?
2: Yeah, there's a lot of background noise, and uh, even the music at the front was. It, it seemed like a, you held a phone in in front of a recorder or in front of a playback machine and just recorded it like that.
1: Actually, uh, pretty, pretty accurate.
0: <laughs> okay. And, and the other thing too about music, Jay is I don't want you to get into anybody's copyright infringement. You're using songs that that could cost you some big money. Right. And so, you know, so you want to be able to use something, you know, from Creative Commons and, you know, we can point you in a direction to get some decent music. But we, but you have to make the – before you can even talk about getting it to the next platform, we have to get you to have a great recording. I mean, a right. fabulous recording. And so, what do you think, Mike? One of those little half moon, maybe like, little stands.
2: Yeah, there's a lot of little podcast outfits on BSW USA. They're a national organization. You can uh, we we buy from them. You can buy from them, and they have podcast kits, so you can get some professional microphones, and they're not terribly expensive. I think they started around three hundred dollars you can get a board if you want to really go all out you can get one of those playback machines that just has a bunch of buttons for sound effects but i hear i heard uh, a lot of basic stuff that you need to get better okay um i know it's really hard on the radio this is like an air check right Kim knows all about air checks. It's hard to take. It is. One of it's the hard. things that I heard um, in you did an advertising at the very beginning, I thought it was very well done. It was probably scripted, but I thought it was very natural. I also love your energy that you're really excited to be there, especially at the beginning of the show, but you're missing some fundamentals. And I was thinking we did a podcast with Valerie Geller. Oh my gosh, you're right. I, we should bring that back. We should uh, we should re-release that podcast and you're she right. she I wrote a, a great book. It's uh, in the industry. It's kind of a bible of the industry. Powerful Radio. That's a good one to read if you want to do podcasting or radio. Um, what else Kim?
0: well, you, yeah, but you bring up some really, and, and Jay, nobody's here to make fun of you, right. right? Okay. Oh no, 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 no. All right. I mean, cause all we're doing is like, you know, Mike and I, we've been doing this for over 20 years. And so it, what sounds really natural to us, it is natural because it's like the back of our hands and it's kind of a weird thing that, you know, like Mike and I will look at each other and like, I'll see you in two minutes. And he knows that means four minutes, but <laughs> it's pretty close to two minutes. Right. So, but you start getting your timing down. And right. and you start getting your your delivery. And, and, you know, you never want to be like that Ron radio guy, like, oh, so here I'm Jay. We're talking about conservative politics. <laughs> you know, nothing like that. But right. listening to yourself and editing yourself is one of the hardest things that you can do because you're so critical on yourself. And most
2: important because, yeah, you're, you're going to be your biggest critic. And so if you can a- actually edit yourself or – uh, present to yourself a voice that you like uh then you've probably got it
0: yeah and it's but you know take a look at those podcast kits i'll i'll do some research jay and i'll give you some in the small to medium and large range um okay. and and so you have the tools of the trade now, as far as software, Mike, real quick, Audacity, anything easier? Because you do a lo- you do all the
2: editing. I do. Well, we use Audacity, but we also use a, a program called Cool Edit, which was Adobe Audition before Adobe Audition. So there's some versions out there. I think you can get for free for the old Cool Edit that does a lot of. I think it's got a lot, little bit more processing power than Adobe. Yeah.
0: Well, then Audacity, you mean? Then Audacity, yeah. Yeah, Okay, so so what we'll do, Jay, is in the Q&A forum for everybody, and uh, we'll post some links to some of the podcast kits, some software, and so that you too can be a podcaster. And then once you get that down, Jay, then you call us back, and I'll tell you how you can promote the heck out of it, and then you can maybe start making some real money with it as well. Jay, thank you so much for your call. Okay, here's a little fun fact about podcasting. They didn't really know what to call it. Back in 2004, it was called audio blogging, right? Audio blogging. But this guy wrote a story in the Guardian, a guy by the name of Ben Hammersley, and he called it podcasting. Okay. Wow. And why? Because of the iPod and then Microsoft. They said, wait a minute. We can't call this podcasting. So we want to call it blogcasts. Obviously, it didn't work out for Microsoft. And so instead of audio blogging or blogcasts, we all say podcasts, which by the way, just a quick reminder, make sure that you get each and every one of our podcasts delivered to you automatically when you sleep. And to do that, wherever you get your podcast, just hit the big old subscribe or follow button and just search for Commando with a K of course. All right, so you have an old PC, you have an old Mac, and when you go to turn it on, you know, it's so incredibly frustrating. You flip the switch, And you sit there and you hear a whole bunch of beeps or maybe you hear nothing. And then you hear the hard drive spinning, womp, womp, womp. And then finally you see a screen starting to appear. There's a glimmer of hope that maybe you don't have to go take a shower and come back. Well, here's the deal. If your computer is taking more than a few minutes to start, there are some fixes. And you want to start by looking at, well, let's start with Windows. It has a nifty setting called Fast Startup. I want you to think of it as a scaled-down hibernation mode, and you'll find the setting under Power Options. Then on your Windows PC, I want you to get rid of anything you don't need to run when you start your PC, because those apps and programs are going to slow down your system from starting. So you open up the Startup folder, and under Settings, turn off anything you don't want to open at Startup. Now for our Mac friends, you definitely want to do the same thing. The easiest way is to right-click on Programs right on the dock, and under Options, just remove the check mark next to open it, login, and that's all there is to it because slow computers, oh my gosh, they just megahertz. All right, so I want you to look the best for your family photos. We've got some tips coming up as well as an old PC, how you can speed it up with a new OS, and of course you have more of me, Kim Commando. Okay, here's an insider secret that you're really gonna love because if you ever wanna go back in time, whether you're on Windows or Mac, you can see every single wireless network you've ever connected to, along with getting the network's password. So like, for example, on my Wi-Fi network list, I found airports, friends' homes, uh, a reminder that I should have left a really bad review for a bad Italian restaurant. Uh, But this trick is actually super handy for when you want to use a wireless network that you didn't connect to automatically and you forgot the password. Now, heads up, you have to do a little digging, but on a Mac, in your Keychain access, that's where you're gonna find the network names and passwords. Now, if you're using Windows, it's not as straightforward. I know, sometimes it's never as straightforward on Windows. You go to Network and Sharing Center, look for connections, and then there, you can just nosy around until you see wireless properties. And either way, every Wi-Fi network password is right there. Now, here's something fun. If you have family coming over for the holidays and friends, I want you to set your Wi-Fi password to be, I don't know it. So whenever someone asks you for the Wi-Fi password, you can say, I don't know it. And they're like, what? Like, I don't know it. And are like, how come you don't know it? I don't know it. It's, anyway, it's, it's just a little prankster that you can do. All right, coming up in just a few moments, five simple tricks to look better in family photos and selfies. And let's see, Gail, you're up next here on Kim Commando today.
3: Um, I have a um, a family home in East Texas in Cass County, and it's very rural, and there is no Internet service that comes to the house. And um, in order for us to be able to use Internet, I purchased a Verizon jetpack. Well, so that just doesn't seem to be doing anything, even even when we're up there, um, we, we can't talk on the phone inside the house. We can't use the computer sometimes in, inside. Uh, yeah. And it's just um, I, I don't know what to do. I, I don't know if it's going to be possible for us to get an, an
0: Internet service there
3: or I, I don't know what to do.
0: Could, could you ever imagine you saying this 25 years ago, Gail? <laughs> no. But I cannot imagine living without the Internet. <laughs> yeah.
3: Well, we don't use it. I mean, I'm not on there 24-7, but when we uh, are up there, I like to read the newspaper. I like Oh, to, sure. You know, Google, you know what? I get it. No, like I
0: understand. That. Yeah, I know. I understand. Yeah. Um, all right, so if you bought Verizon, you have a jetpack, and it's not working, you could right. give a call out to Verizon and uh, ask to speak to somebody in what's called the retention department. That's the important okay. phrase, retention department. Okay. And tell them that you bought it, and it's not working. And they, it's, 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 okay. they need to make it work. Okay. Okay. Uh, oh, good. If you, if you complain enough, you might get what's called uh, a femtocell, and basically, mm-hmm. it's a it's a it's a wireless repeater that's going to try to pull the signal in wherever it can, nearest you. But the big thing is that you're paying for this service every month, and it's not as advertised. You're not getting it. Right, right, right. So you can try I a
3: jet pack, and then I'm paying a monthly fee.
0: Exactly. So they so it's their job to make it work. For some reason, I mean, if you bought a car and it wouldn't go into reverse. You wouldn't keep trying it. You'd exactly. call them up and say, "Make the car work." Right. But for some reason, whenever we get around technology, if it doesn't work, it's like we give the people and the companies a free pass. Like, oh, mm-hmm. okay, I guess it's not going to work. You know, yeah, no, make I don't it work. Know
3: enough about it to to
0: try to fix. It, yes, you know. So, so okay. So you're going to make it work. The other thing you can do is also check coverage maps. Uh, what that means okay. is that uh, to see who is the best provider in that area, you may find that it's T-Mobile. Uh, a lot okay. of times in these rural areas that T-Mobile does a better job, much better job uh-huh. than Verizon. So you might want so you take a look at T-Mobile and they also have a 5G hotspot that works pretty well. Now, if you go okay. through all that and you still can't get online, is that's when you're gonna look at Starlink and that's Elon Musk SpaceX satellite internet service. It's about hundred and ten dollars a month. and the dish itself is six hundred dollars. So as you know as long as um, you have availability for Starlink and you can just go to starlink.com and check their availability map right there. Okay. And okay. so so your so your your MO is you're going to call Verizon and make them do their job. <laughs> that doesn't work. Cancel it, get your money back and tell them because it never worked. Mm-hmm. And then uh, that's why you want to talk to the retention department because they have the authority retention. to make decisions. Okay. Well, they may, they we... have other go ahead, I'm sorry. No, I said they have the authority to make decisions on the spot where Great. a regular Great. rep won't be able to. And so then mm-hmm. also simultaneously just check the T-Mobile. Uh, website to take a look at their coverage. And I bet you're going to find that T-Mobile has a pretty darn good, um, you know, reputation in that area and, and some pretty good bars in those. It's, it's their, their 5G coverage is phenomenal. And then thirdly, is that if none of that works, then you're going to have to go to Starlink and get satellite internet access for that home there in East Texas. Gail, thank you so much for your call. You know, here's an insider secret, speaking of second homes, that the Uh, Cable companies, the phones, and the ISPs that they don't really want you to know is that you can actually put your service on hold for 30 days or more. Depending upon the service, it might be called vacation hold or seasonal hold. But what your provider do will pause your phone, internet, or TV service when you're not home. Now, the thing is you don't have to return any equipment or change a thing. You get to keep your email address, your phone number, while your service is on hold, too. And there are no reactivation fees. So this is a great option for any of you snowbirds, people with second homes. Uh, extended hospital stays, maybe you're traveling around for a month or so. And the whole works differently for each provider. For example, you can pause COX from one month to as long as nine months and pay about $10 a month. Discharge is $5 a month. TV charges $7 a month. But it really is just a super easy way to save money when you're not at home. All right, let's go ahead and do a great tip. And this week is brought to you by Startmail. All right, so... A lot of photos are going to be taken over you for the next, you know, 30-odd days. So I want you to make sure that you look good. So here are the tricks that the Instagram influencers use. Number one, push your face forward to get rid of that neck fat if you have any of that. I mean, it's because you don't want to look horrible. So double chins are awful. So to minimize that, you're going to extend your head forward so it's kind of closer to the camera. It's going to look awkward in real life, but it works well on camera. And then while pushing your face forward, it's a little bit harder, elong neck your neck and then tip your chin down. Looks really bizarre in person, but minimizing neck fat is a win. Uh, two, determine your best angle for a selfie. Everybody has a good side and a bad side. So what you have to do is take nine different photos in different positions to figure out. We've had the list of the nine photos on the website. If you want sparkling eyes, I want you to look towards the light. Whatever you do, avoid standing directly under light. It's going to create harsh shadows, and it's going to make your skin look really bad. So I want you to try soft, natural light. It will hide blemishes, lines. It's going to make you look better in pictures. Uh, Number four on our list is improve your standing pose. The worst thing you do is just stand there like, "Mm, okay, take my picture. No. I want you to tilt your body to stand in a three-quarter position. Okay. Then this is where the magic is. So you're standing there in a three-quarter position. I want you to angle your torso away from the camera. That's going to add some dimension and make you look thinner. Uh, also, put your weight on your back hip if you're a gal. This makes your front leg closest to the camera look leaner. Okay, that's that's this is the big one. And number five on our list, I know it's hard. Cheese, smile. Okay, then you always have that fake smile. You know, try to really think of something funny. I have something truly, truly funny or tell a joke so everybody has a, a natural smile. Now, in case you want that list of the nine photos to find your best angle or how to stand and with some examples, we have it all over on the website. Head over to commando.com and when you're there, hit the link that says Kim show. All right, still to come, we have more of your great phone calls you don't want to miss and well as a new operating system that will bring life to those old computers and laptops that you have laying around and they're just... Not doing anything around the house. Well, they could be used for something. And so I've got a way to make that magic happen here on Kim Commando Today. And for more tech smarts, be sure that you always get all of our podcasts. And we are running a contest over at commando.com where you can win a $100 Amazon gift card. Just go to commando.com slash win and type in the secret phrase. The secret phrase is robotics. And then after that, you have ways to have additional entries. So if you scroll down, if you subscribe to the podcast, get a newsletter, you might get two or three or four even more entries. So again, that's commando.com slash win, and the secret word for you to enter is, ready, robotics. And you have to spell correctly, by the way, that's robotics. Commando.com, the secret word is robotics. All right, Phil, you're up next. Glad to have you with us. Well, I've got a relative who is in a bad relationship,
1: and we have a strong suspicion that she is being tracked on everything on her cell phone. I mean, from sometimes text messages being deleted on her to oftentimes in a conversation later on, you're like, how did those people know that? We only talked about that with somebody else on the phone. So just wondering, who can we take this phone to in order to get that checked out and find out what's really going on there?
0: Yeah, it's very disheartening, isn't it? It is. And you know, I mean, it's like, OK, I mean, it's one thing like Facebook and Google listening to you about how, you know, you want to buy a hot tub and you start seeing ads for it. Right? You're like, OK, right. <laughs> that was not a coincidence. Just saying. Uh, but when it starts infecting your relationship, um, it's it's very, very frightening. Uh, the right. thing about these spyware and snooping programs is that they work on various levels, right? So uh, perhaps he or she was sent an electronic greeting card or a file, and they clicked the link, and then suddenly the spyware was installed. It could be that it was installed on the phone if, if the person had that the, – if they actually had physical possession of the phone. Now, Well,
1: that's are- what we do know. When she first got the phone, uh, it was in his possession for like three days or so before she got it. Oh, and okay. so.
0: And then, is this a divorce or are they just boyfriend, girlfriend, or what's uh, the deal?
1: No, they've been married for 35 years. Oh, wow. Oh, and, that's a long time. Uh, so, Jeez. Yes.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, some signs that there may be snoopware on the phone or spyware is that if the phone is hot to the touch, okay, and. Okay. Uh, Maybe, because that means that the battery's working. There's something working in the background. You can also look at the data usage to see if the data usage suddenly has gone up. Uh, and okay. it may do that as the person gets gets a smidgen of information that they start pulling more information down, pulling more information down. So you can start looking at data usage. Um, You may also start looking at apps to see which apps are being accessed at what particular time. And I'm not saying like if background refresh is on because you can turn all that off, but what else is going on? Now, as far as being able to determine if in fact this is on the phone, um, I guess the question is to what end? Okay, And meaning that, you could take it to a cyber forensics person. Uh, you mm-hmm. can look to see what kind of apps are there. What kind of phone is it?
1: It's actually a track phone.
0: All right. Uh, those are pretty it's tough. It's Google. Yeah. Okay those are pretty tough. Uh, what I would do if this were if this were happening to me, is that I would reset the phone and then okay. I'd also get a, I'd also get a new SIM card. Okay. Um, because there are ways that you can duplicate a SIM card, and there may not be any spyware or anything on this phone, but the SIM card is duplicated. They, he, somebody cloned okay. it, okay? And then all this person has to do is put the SIM card in a new phone, and then they see everything that's happening on the other one. Okay. So, you know, so there's a couple of ways that this can happen. And so you can, you know, just do a hard factory data reset on the device, uh, okay. And it will, it'll come through, and it'll say it's in, it's in apps and settings, and says backup, reset. So, but the factory data reset will is exactly what it sounds like, Phil, is that it will set everything back down to zero. And, okay, Everything's going to get okay. wiped out on the phone. Everything will get wiped out. I mean, every single thing. So if there was any chance of spyware on there, that's going to get erased as well. Uh, but in addition to that, just for safety's sake and for sanity's sake and all that other good stuff, I would get a whole new SIM card, uh, maybe even get a different account if they've been married 35 years. This person probably knows uh, every answer to every security question that she or he might have. And, matter of fact, um, I just wrote a column for USA Today, it's over on our website, about if you get divorced, if you break up, things that you need to do. It goes beyond just the phone. But you want to make sure that he doesn't have access or she doesn't have access to uh, any type of online accounts, to any type of factory resets. When I mentioned the security questions, it sounds a little crazy, is that when you are looking at your security questions, what's your mother's name, what's your first car, what's your dog's name, uh, where'd you go to high school? You know, a former ex knows every single answer, and so you might want to lie. You just have to remember <laughs> the lies that you tell yourself. But if you hit commando.com and you go into the uh, the how-to section and you look for my column, it's actually called I think it's called divorce or breaking up. You know things that you need to do to separate your digital life, which goes really goes truly goes beyond goes beyond just uh, making sure that you know the your ex doesn't have any type of access to your online accounts, and hopefully that helps you out, Phil. You know, and that's the thing. We have written about AirTags so often over on the website is that if you have an iPhone and then an AirTag comes near you that's not registered with your phone, you will get an alert, and Apple has actually made that alert louder. And then, of course, if you're on Android, they have an app called Tracker Detect. But the problem with Tracker Detect, it takes 10 minutes to scan. Now, there's a relatively new app that we've written about over on the website. It's called AirGuard. So if you have an Android phone and you're worried about somebody putting an AirTag near you make sure that you download and you install the AirGuard app. And if you have need some steps on how to do that, you want the link instead of just, I don't know, fumbling around on the Google Play Store, just head over to commando.com and type in AirGuard. That's two words, AirGuard. All right, so if you have an old laptop or PC laying around collecting dust, I want you to haul it out because you can put in a brand new operating system and bring it back to life. And no, I'm not talking about Linux. Okay, a new free operating system has been around... Uh, for just a couple of weeks or months, rather, it's from Google. It's called Chrome OS Flex. It's a version of Chrome that you can use on a laptop or desktop that is not a Chromebook. So, of course, it's Chrome OS. It doesn't have all the bells and whistles of Windows or Mac. Think of it as just a really snazzy web browser that doesn't take a lot of overhead to work. And the system requirements are very basic. Okay, uh, Number one, you need an Intel or AMD chip with at least 4 gigs of RAM, 16 gigs of storage space, and a USB drive, as I said, Pretty basic. Now, if you need the steps on how to get it and how to install it, you'll find exactly what you need over at commando.com. Again, it's called uh, Chrome OS Flex. I mean, gosh, our computers went down in the studio the other day. I was like, what am I supposed to do? So it actually took me 20 minutes to shuffle the cards for solitaire. Wow bad time. All right, don't forget that's commando.com slash win for you to enter to win a $100 Amazon gift card. And the secret word is robotics. So enter now while you're thinking about it, commando.com slash win. Hey, thanks for listening to Kim Commando today. So reach over and give me a nice five-star review. Yes, thank you. And thanks for listening.